Then you'll never see it coming. See, Persona fans, I got you. <laughs> no, yeah, you made a combo breaker. Yeah, I did. Oh my god, Microsoft Ki for the Switch, please do it, please. That's still a thing. That's yes. still a game. It's still a game. Okay. You can still download it for free, <laughs> and, or know. pay or pay for their whole roster and get this cool story mode. Uh, so yeah, Justin, you start off. Um, I haven't played anything this week, so cool. All right, Ben. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking, but I mean, like, I can talk about some stuff. Um, so actually, I did mean to play some stuff. Like, I got ow. I moved my desk and I forgot where my computer was. Oh um, no! So I got a code for uh, Forager <coughs> earlier this week, and I meant to install that and check it out because that's one of them that was in the uh, the last Nintendo Direct. That's kind of like a uh, like a Stardew Valley Zelda type thing, and I'd asked Thomas if he could get me a code for it, and then I just got one through Keymailer. So that's cool. It's on PC, I think, instead of Switch, which I wanted it on Switch, but it's fine. I'm not going to complain. Um, but I haven't had time to check that out because I've been busy making a Mortal Kombat video, which is why I'm obsessed right now. Um, I've been going through, like, I, I got a bunch of footage from, like, Mortal Kombat X, uh, Armageddon, Deadly Alliance, and then I, um, I got, like, some little bits from old games, like, uh, some of the spinoff titles. Actually, I, I kind of stole from one of my old videos, which, it's mine, it's okay. Um, where I cover Deadly Alliance on Game Boy Advance. So I use some of that footage Oof. and things like that. Um, hey, that game's not bad. Oof. For a Game Boy Advance game, it's not bad. Oof. You're oof. Um, and <laughs> a few things like that. And then I, like, obviously I had to grab the, like, the trailers and, like, the character trailers and things from Mortal Kombat 11. But, yeah, so, like, I haven't played any Mortal Kombat games this week. But, like, I had been preparing to make a Mortal Kombat video on another topic. So now I'm just kind of, like, repurposing a lot of that footage for this thing now. Um, and I do need to get a little bit more still because there's some some gaps in the stuff that I need. And I can't find it elsewhere um, through, like, you know, like, audio memes and things like that. And just pictures. So um, I got to spend a little bit more time on that. But I'm trying to get this video out by the release date on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, like, no. <laughs> I had so many te- technical difficulties getting it uh, getting it recorded. Um, I don't remember if I just told you guys this or if it was on the Mortal Kombat uh, watch-along thing. But uh, I was recording like on my fancy new camera because I love it and I want to use it as much as I can. Um, and like I got some skit stuff with my wife first so that she could be done and didn't have to worry about it because she agreed to be part of the video so that was as much as i can ask for i can't expect her to wait um and so i got all that stuff no problem and then like i went through the whole script which is about half an hour because i suck um and it's not a 30 minute video by the way i'm just really bad at recording um and but i also have bad blooper reels like i just goof and then i'm like oh like i'm not good at making it funny you know what i mean (laughs) Um, so yeah, I got about half an hour of that and my camera automatically stops at 30 minutes and starts a new recording. So like I had like a remote view thing on my phone. I saw that it was full. So I, you know, stopped it, started it again and then did like the outro bit basically, which was like maybe two minutes. Um, 
So I finished that outro bit, uh, took the camera off the tripod, connected it to my computer, uh, cut and pasted everything over to the folder I was putting the, the video in, and the skit stuff was there. That last little intro, uh, outro bit was there, but that 30-minute long chunk, like the main portion of the video, was gone. Just didn't exist anymore. Um, it showed us like a zero-byte file that couldn't be transferred or anything. That sucks. So I assume maybe my camera like was still processing the footage because it was you know a long clip. But I don't think it does that unless it's the memory card. Which, it's a pretty fast, like, high-quality memory card. That's why I got it for this camera. Um, so, I don't know. But the last time I tried to use my camera was for taking after pictures of the house. Because um, we finally got it to the point where I felt like I could do that. And, like, half of the pictures were corrupt. So, like, I started taking them, like, in the living room, into the, the bathroom, and kind of, you know, on room by room. And, like, all of the living room ones were fine. But then, like, everything else was corrupt. And then, like, a few at the end were fine. It was really weird. So it was, like, probably 15 pictures in the middle that I had to retake. Um, and so it's, like, I was worried maybe it was because I was, like, taking the card out of the camera and then putting it into a kind of janky card reader. So I just hooked the camera directly up to the computer and I transferred it without problems. So this time I did the same thing, hooked the camera directly up to the computer, and there was still a problem. So I, I can't win. Like... This is why I'm not allowed to have nice things. Um, so it's not that big of a deal. I just basically re-recorded the stuff that I knew I was going to be visible on. Because um, I figured before, like, I could, like, you know, take... If I don't have footage for something, I just I could just cut to me. Like, that's always a good default to have. Um, I don't like to put myself into my videos more than I have to. But, you know, <clears throat> if you got nothing to show, you got nothing to show. Um but I can just, like, stretch some footage longer, you know, slow it down a little bit to fill the gaps. Like, it's not a big deal. But it also means more work because I have to find the footage to put over all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, we got Easter weekend coming up when I have, like, family stuff to do basically all day Sunday. And I want to get this video out by Tuesday so I can play the game when it comes out. Um because I didn't actually tell Ben this yet, but I went ahead and pre-ordered the premium edition of Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch. You will fight me! <laughs> yeah. So, um, on the Switch eShop, it says it comes out on the 22nd. That's weird. I don't know if that means like it unlocks at like 11pm, because Prob it goes by, by uh, Eastern Time. Probably. But... Or is that just a lot of pre-download? Maybe no, because you can pre you can pre install it today. I think yeah, like, it's, it's, it was downloading before we started this. Which right. I God, I wish there was a physical version of the premium edition because I would have bought that version. I know. I looked. I looked on Amazon first. Yeah, it's only PS4 and, I was just and Xbox. Get it that way. You can and then, only. Like, I went to premium and then it automatically selected the Xbox digital code, which is weird. Yeah, you can't. Um, I don't. Maybe it was a late development process, but maybe you can only so, get it. Digitally. Yeah, I went to the uh, the Switch eShop. Like, on my phone, and we're just going to get it that way, and I can never remember my stupid Nintendo ID login, mm -hmm. so I just waited until I got home and got it on the actual Switch. But. Yeah. I'm getting the box, and I'm just going to buy it, because all it is is just the the, pat, the the season pat, the combat pass, and the and main Shao game. And Shao Kahn for free. No, you get Shao Kahn regardless if you get the pass or not. You get Shao Kahn just by pre-ordering the game. Just, you don't, it does not have to be oh, the preview right. Okay. So yeah. I get Shao Kahn. I didn't um, realize that was with, like, the standard edition. No, that's just okay. if you pre-order. Um, no matter what version. Uh, gotcha. so I'm just gonna probably buy the, 
the DLC either next paycheck or this paycheck if I'm feeling whatever. Fuck it, I'm gonna die anyways. Kind of kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, so because they're not gonna, the DLC character's not gonna come out right away. And same with the combat costumes. So I can wait. No, and this is also only the first DLC pack that's included, which is like six characters. Yeah. Um, and there's been rumors that it's going to be like a ninja pack. So it'll be like Ermac, Reptile, uh, Smoke, probably. Um, I can't think of who else. But Rain. Oh, yeah, Rain. I forgot about him. How can you forget about Rain? <sighs> Man. He was a joke character in the first He's place. He's not a joke character. He's purple and his name is Rain. Yeah, he was a joke it's, it's character. It's a reference. Oh, purple Rain. It's so it's so homage, but he's far from it. No, no, because and he's a prince. Yeah, he's a prince. Yeah, exactly. No, it's a it's a funny reference. Joke character <laughs> means he's bad. He's not bad. Rain is no, no, no. I, I mean, like he was included as a joke, right? Like he was in. Uh, he was like hidden. Don't in make Kombat fun 2. of my Prince of Edania. I swear to God, I will murder you. Whatever. I'm saying. Um, he's a. Prince? Yeah, he's a prince he of Adenia. He was the He's actually for... a god. He's actually a god. He's, <laughs> he's a um, he was DLC in Mortal Kombat 9, wasn't he? Yes, he was, and he was my main. He actually was really good in Mortal Kombat 9. Oh, but, his roundhouse kick um, was god. It'd just be weird. Like, he's never really been part of the story mode of these games. He, he was the story mode up. in MKX, so that's about it. Um, oh, yeah, he's not playable, but yeah. like, he's there. That made me mad. Why? There was a few characters like that. A lot actually. of them. Yeah. Including your trash boy, Baraka, who got murdered beautifully. I mean, he's back. Somehow. Whatever. He's back. We don't get Melina. Really, Ed Boone? Really? Can I have a code, please? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's mostly it. My last week has been kind of a blur. Honestly, it's been a weird week. Same. Um, but last weekend, we finished our bathroom, which was oh, kind of the beginning of this week. But we finished our bathroom in the basement, and it, I'm super excited. I love it. Uh, we just have to do some decorating. And, oh, yeah, I was supposed to put another coat of, like, the like the sealant stuff on the wood. I'm just thinking out loud. Sorry. Whoops. I have to do stuff tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Owning a house never ends. It's always um, something. But also, I love it, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I have been in a Mortal Kombat hole, and I will be for the foreseeable future, because I forgot how much I friggin' love this series. Yeah, I can't wait to fight you. Yeah, we'll see. Alright, <laughs> Ben, what have you been up to? Uh, first of all, I'm gonna talk about a quote-unquote bad game from Thomas' perspective. Mm. Uh, I, I played and I beat Omen Sight. Uh, Why? Look, listen, it's... What is that? It's, I talked about it last week. God, nobody, nobody... I listened. don't remember. Nobody it listened. sounds really generic. It's basically... It okay, I'll explain it for those who didn't listen last time. Basically, you play this character called the Harbinger, and you're only summoned it because the world's about to end, and you're basically there to solve a murder because this character known as the Godless Priestess, uh, her name's Vera, she was murdered, and because she was murdered, this evil entity basically rises up and causes Armageddon. So it's up to your job to save her, but to save her, you need to find out who murdered her, why they murdered her, and to and try to and try to save her, save her soul. And it's basically... You're doing, a, like Thomas said last week, you're do, basically doing a groundhog day. You follow three and then eventually four different characters into their day. And you sort of try to pick up clues and you read their text boxes and I'm like, okay, you get their motivations. You can like, okay, would you kill them? Why would you kill them? And it, it to me, I think it's actually a really good narrative. It does like, it's like, it's not super complicated, super deep. It's kind of stuff you've seen before. 
but it was it was like comfort food. I've enjoyed it where you start off, you're picking the clues, and you think, well, why? okay, you clearly murdered him, but why? And then you find out the why, and the, and the why becomes a lot bigger, and it's a lot bigger of a story than you think it is. Um, and it's such a cool concept, and I, I like playing it. Um, even if you were revisiting locations that kind of that look very much the same, um, the, the 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 only only the big drawback to this game though is that it's not optimized. I talked about it last week how on on docked mode it's it's horrible resolution. It's possibly the worst resolution game I've seen on the Switch so far in terms of handheld. On docked, it looks fine. Like it look like you can notice everything. The load times are atrocious. They're like PS2 era level of load times. Uh, the frame rate can tank like for some fucking reason, for no reason whatsoever. Um, you know, the combat's not that great. It's kind of like your standard heavy attack, light attack, dodge, you know, like a very, very vanilla version of Devil May Cry. Um, but like, I like the idea and like, you like, and I like this sort of world they presented and how all the characters interacted and like how how the fun how like and i liked how you were given like basically you gained the power called the omen site which is the name of the game that during the course of your your investigation you are basically like you 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 can you tap into like a thing that causes the next chapter to happen and you can then take that site and like go well wait a minute okay so now i know that you it shows in my my mind i can show other people that you murdered that this person was murdered by this person how will they react and how will that get me closer to the goal apparently there's multiple endings i don't know how to do it i don't know if there's like a way to to trigger it uh you can play this in two different ways like you can play it like guided so if you just want to play the story and that the the story guides you um you can do that and you'll have constant access to clues and the this little frog which woman thing will tell you, oh, you should go here. But if you did it, or you could do it like me, true detective mode, uh, you can like just assume, like take the clues for yourself and be like, okay, this is their relationship to that person and that's the relationship to the person. So why would you, okay, I'm going to go talk to you and see if you reveal anything. And, and, the, and sometimes with the omen site, you're given the option of either showing them the omen site or you can fight them and try to attack them and maybe they'll tell you something different leading you to different ways of getting about your conclusion. It's not perfect, but I found it enjoyable for what it was. So suck it. Um, it's a solid two out of five. It's not that bad. Like the game, it plays like it plays like ass. It plays like ass, but like the narrative. I thought it was really interesting. Who like cares? there's there's a, the game, there's a solid foundation there. Listen, I understand that, you like your narrative. I like narrative. But it's not everything. I, for me, I prefer gameplay, like good playing oh, games. Oh, sure, so do I. But like, <laughs> I, I want to talk about the positives here, you know. And I want to, I and I, and, and to me, I see this as a good foundation for either this studio or another studio to take this because I want more games like this. Where it requires me to like. Well, be they like a, they had a, another game before that was kind of like this. Yeah, um, I heard. The yeah, the game kind of alludes to it. The game basically tells you in the one of the loading screens. Um, it's in the same universe or some shit like that. I, I assume care. it plays the same because you know, if they couldn't improve upon that and made this, then well, maybe somebody <laughs> else. Damn it, I gotta be hopeful. <laughs> Anyways, enough because I don't want to agitate Thomas anymore. Um, if you want to listen to me talk about it, just search it on our website. Hmm. I, had, I said I talked about it in a podcast before. Yeah, well, I don't regret buying it. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, I play a lot of Smash. Because MK11 is right around the corner, so I'm trying to I get all... I thought you all... didn't want to aggravate me. 
What? <laughs> no, if I wanted to aggravate you, I'd say I, I quit my job and became a Smash Melee player. That's how you know I'd aggravate you. Because um, fuck Melee. Um, <laughs> but uh, I play a lot of Smash just because, uh, you know, MK11's right around the corner and that's going to be my fighting game for the next couple months. Uh, so got a lot of good sessions in with Ken. Um, you know, still a lot of fun. I love playing Ken in this game so much. I got, I've gotten so much better with him. Uh, but of course I did buy and download and die. Bleh. I did buy and download the new update and Joker. Um, not a persona guy. I think I've played persona one on the PSP and then I just stopped. Cause I was like, I don't know what to do. Fuck this. Um, so I have no history of Persona outside of the uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions game that came out for Wii U, which I loved. So this was interesting. Um, he's he's interesting. Uh, I haven't played him too much. I haven't played him at all online. I'm probably going to do that after this podcast. Uh, I love his stage uh, or the or the Memento stage or whatever it's called um, and how, how just trippy it looks and the constant swirls and the reds and how you can change the 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 stage's color by switching it to persona 3 or persona uh, 1 there's actually a persona 1 song in there but i think you can change it based on persona 3 and persona 4 like wow. yellow or blue which is I really love cool that you can change the color that's so cool yeah it's it's really cool um and i love that his uh, uh i love his final smash like it's kind of reminiscent of shulks where you know, the party member teams up, but like, it's just so dynamic. And if, if this is what I'm waiting for in Persona 5, oh my God, I can't wait. That looks awesome. I can't wait to see it a thousand more times as I defeat endless mobs of enemies on my way to get leveled up. Um, but he's really fun. Uh, I like how he has a meter mechanic where he's, if you can, um, hit, to build up to his Persona, which is called Asim or Ansem or Oopsim, I don't fucking know. Um... And, uh, like, if you get hit enough, it'll eventually, he'll eventually come out. And it basically is, a like, an install super where, like, his, his, his specials, like, his gun becomes special gun. And he can use, instead of using his grappling hook, he can uh, then fly up with the, with the persona. Um, his, like, side B is, like, this flare thing, which is a standard version. Uh, it will hit you. It doesn't do a lot of damage, but it actually lingers like a poison, which is pretty cool. Um, and it does more damage in there. Uh, but his, his costumes are, his costume colors are godlike. Um, he's really cool. Uh, the music is really, really great. Um, like I, I'm, again, I've heard nothing, nothing but Persona 5 music for the past six months because of, yeah, I like Rivers in a Dry Land. That's, that, that seems to be my favorite so far. That's a good one. Um, but the University of Come is pretty good too. Um. Yeah, it's, 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 he's cool. Like, I, I obviously don't, I can't, I'm not like super excited he's in here. Like, I'm happy that like people are excited that he's in here because it's like this, you know, this big game that everybody loved back in 2017. Um, I did do like a free for all battle with all the main air and main protagonist RPG boys. So it was him, Cloud, Robin, uh, Corin, <laughs> um, I'm forgetting somebody else. I'm forgetting so whoever, but I put them all in a fight and I lost to Cloud. His bitch ass Omni Slash. Fuck you, Cloud. <laughs> um, you're an emo, anyways. Um, yeah, so a lot, a lot of that. I'm trying. I know I played. My some- favorite was a, a a picture I saw of a battle between Cloud, Joker, and Snake, and it said, uh, "I forgot how good PlayStation All Stars was." Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Wow. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Um, oh, a bad yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, the, um, I got one more game I played this week, which is kind of a surprise because I don't like this console. But I started up Star Tropics for some fucking reason. Uh, the NES game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what spurred me on. I think I maybe I just gotten through a session of Smash Brothers, and we and I didn't want to play like more Omen Sight. Actually, I just beat Omen Sight beforehand, and I didn't want to start a new game. Even though I eventually did. Um, and I didn't want to play Tales of Vesperia, so I was like, well, let's just open up the NES thing. You know, maybe I'll find something that doesn't piss me off because of its shit controls or horrible graphics or horrible sound because it's an archaic console that needs to be burned in the fire. Um, so I just started Tar Topics because I know a lot of people liked it. And I'm about, I'm in chapter three, at least, at least as the game labels it, and it's enjoyable. Like, it's super enjoyable. Like, the music's cute. Um, basically, like, you play as this kid, Mike, who I'm assuming is a fat kid, because his overall sprite is fat. Like, he looks like <laughs> a thick boy. So I'm going to assume he's a fat kid. He is a uh, fat kid. Is he? Okay, cool. Cause his, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, he's so got basically, a belly. Oh, good. He's fat. Yeah. <laughs> we need that representation out there for a Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, he, he plays he plays this kid called Mike who goes to, to uh, he's from Americola, which I love that. And you go to you go to this island where he's visiting his uncle. And his uncle's been kidnapped, so it's up to you to find to, to find out who kidnapped him. And you go through a series of challenges. And as you enter these, like, dungeon areas, it basically goes to Legend of Zelda-S style. Because it's not straight up Zelda uh, but it's just more from the top-down perspective where you get a yo-yo and you can attack enemies and you can jump and there's boss fights. Like, it, it's 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 fun and safe states are making me enjoy it a lot more than I probably would normally. Um, but I like it. And I'm, I'm actually, like, it's been my sort of like when I come home from work and, like, I'm ready to go to bed but I'm not ready to go to bed. I'm like, let's just play some Star Tropics for a little while and I progress a little more. You know, some boss sites took me a little bit, but, you know, thankfully, thank God for safe states. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun, you know? I mean, most of the NES library is garbage, so I'm glad I'm playing you. the... Huh? How dare you? It's Most of it's bad, man. I'm sorry. Most of those games are bad. Um, Super Mario Bros. 2? I said Come most. Did I say, did I say all? I didn't say all. I said most. <laughs> no, I'm just saying because like I was actually playing Super Mario Bros. Two not too long ago. See, that's not like, a bad one. That's a perfectly fine one. Yeah, I know. Like that's what I mean. It's like yeah, but the, mo- NES, the-, the NES thing that they have. Um, like I look through all the games. I'm like, I just want to play more too because it's so it's such, a, it's such a weird game. Yeah, I want I want to play more of that. I'll probably play pick some of that up at some point. I just hate that you can't map the controls in the NES thing because like mm-hmm. you have to do. Like it's just, I, just let me Nintendo. Just let me map my controls. Yeah, it's, it's not and also, hard. I I also played some of the pro wrestling game that they have on there. Is it terrible? It's it's a game. Yeah, it's it's from it's a game <laughs> from the eighties. It's on the NES. It's probably bad. But the worst part about it is that the Joy Cons are so small, and like playing it handheld, you have to like mash the buttons. Oh no! In order to do moves and stuff, and like get out of pins. So. Like, my hands started to cramp up. I was like, alright, I can't play this anymore. I like, got yeah. one win. I'm good. My friend has the uh, the jo- the uh, Nintendo, the NES uh, Joy-Cons that they made. And he says, like, they're much better that way. Like, of course they are, because that's what they were made for. <laughs> um, but, like, I-, I have had no problems playing Star Tropics on it, because it's not a platformer, you know. I mean, you are jumping, but it's not as intensive as that. So, if you have the NES uh, thing, go go try out Star Tropics. 
it's definitely weird and different. Like, there's a ch- one of the well, I posted on Twitter, but like, there's an enemy that's like a chicken, but it has a skull head. I'm like, well, okay, here now, nah, here's the weird, here's the weird enemies that I was expecting. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna keep playing it more because I've heard about this game a lot. I'm gonna definitely try to beat it. It'll be the first and only NES game I beat because that fuck that console. Um, I've beaten a lot. Yeah, I just booted up Star Tropics because I keep forgetting, and you you reminded me, so I thought I should, you know, at least get it started, so I'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, and man, it's definitely on the Zelda engine. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like putting in your name on the save file, I'm like, oh my god, I hate these controls. Yeah. And I the thing forgot. is, I don't even know why they do that because like you don't even that's like a, I, like you're you don't even get to name a character. It's, his name's Mike. So like, I don't know why you get to name your save file. That's yeah, weird. it's just naming the save file. That's it. Yeah, it's weird. Um. <laughs> Well, you know, you have a cousin or a, a brother or something. Whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. Um, they ain't touching my Switch. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's all I've really been playing. Next week, you're just going to hear me nothing talk about Mortal Kombat. So Same. Maybe a little Star Tropics, I'm feeling. Be prepared. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's it for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Fuck you, go play Omen Sight. No, don't play Omen Sight. Don't. Don't do it. I won't. Spend too much money in Mortal Kombat. Uh, speaking of spending too much money, I've been playing some more Destiny. Uh, they come out with they came out with the Revelry this week. So, uh, essentially, what they have you do is you take uh, some drugs and then you go into the forest and you shoot a bunch of guys until you get to the end or until the timer runs out, and then you have to kill a bunch of bosses and then you get a bunch of chests. And, um, <laughs> what's happened is that, uh, there's three different types of j- drugs that you could take. One that buffs up your, your class ability, one that buffs up your grenade, and one buffs up that your, uh, your melee. So you choose one of those, and it's actually been fucking up the, uh, the crucible, which is the PvP area, because everyone's taking grenades, the grenade one, so everyone's just chucking grenades all the time, and it's, <laughs> it's just a grenade fest in crucible right now, and... I don't know if they're going to fix that or not. It seemed... Because it's only going to be around for a couple of weeks. So they might not even bother. It's like, just have fun with spam grenades. Um, so other than that, uh, I've been playing more Final Fantasy IX. And Whoop. I got to the part where um, Dagger has run off from the castle. Mm. And so, like, I just got to that part. And it just reminded me, like, how actual fantasy it was. Like, me and Justin talked about it a bit in our own Discord. And, like, that's kind of what I like about it. It's not... Because, like, after... I think, like, around 6 or so, they went a little bit more sci-fi with it. A little bit more industrial with it. And, like, I really enjoy those games. Like, 6, 7 or some of my It's very steampunky. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And, the like, the recent one, 15, like, it didn't blow everyone away. I, so what it's also I think, unfinished. So. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I feel like they just kind of like ran out of things for like that sci-fi-ish kind of thing for Final Fantasy. They should go back to their roots with like f- actual fantasy with like black mages and stuff. And I think there's a lot more to do in that kind of realm of Final Fantasy. And uh, it's so much more iconic looking. Yeah, for sure. And they haven't made like... Uh, a, a, like a current gen or like last gen kind of version of that. It'd be interesting to see what they could do with it. Especially with now. Um, so yeah, been enjoying that quite a bit. 
Uh, I like the synthesized thing, so you like get two weapons, and then you can turn it into a new weapon. Um, take this thing. That's pretty cool. Make this thing, and I'll make this thing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. didn't appreciate that enough before when I played, but I definitely used it a lot more this last time, and that's really the only way to like stay afloat. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, like... you're just constantly struggling and grinding. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The um, I don't know how easy it is without without using that, but the uh, the, the festival part. We have to run around the different areas and kill the monsters. Uh-huh. It was so much easier when you had, like, that, that double-bladed weapon. Yeah. And that's, like, <laughs> one of the first times you can get a really good weapon, too. Yeah. Like, it did, like, 300-plus damage for each hit. And I was like, wow, this is doing so much more damage. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's, that, that's been a good time. Um, the other game that I want to talk about real quick, because I haven't played too much of it, is... Um, Oh, uh, what's it called? Over Overwhelm. So I got a code for Overwhelm. It's it's uh like I don't even know how to call it. It's like an overworld. The the developers call it an anti Metroidvania. It's I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just saying that's their marketing term. I know it's not a good marketing term, but essentially what it is is that you're you load into a map and think about like um like Samus Returns. We have to kill a bunch of Metroids. It's kind of like that, but it's also, um, um, what's that thing that you, that you guys hate? Uh, <laughs> roguelike. Like yeah, it's like a rogue, it's like a roguelike almost. Ew. Ew. So, what you have to do is there's five different crystals that you have to go around and collect. Uh, so once you, and you can see them on the map, so you, once you get there, there's a boss to kill. And you die in one hit, you get three chances. And uh, I actually kind of like like the the level design is pretty good. Um, it stays consistent, so it's not randomly generated. Um, the the shots have their own homing, uh, like have a little bit of homing range to it, so you don't have to be incredibly accurate with it, which is nice. Uh, it was kind of difficult to figure out how to play it with only one middle finger, because you kind of need to have both your middle fingers and index fingers for the the top buttons, because that's how you jump and shoot. It doesn't use the face buttons. Um, weird. Yeah, it's really weird. But the first boss that I fought was in the upper left-hand corner, and it was all about wind. So, like, there's a wind mechanic that pushes you around, uh, either left or right. I can't remember which one. But also, once you spawn the boss in the in the boss room, uh, it has a chance to, like, flicker in and out of existence and also make your screen flicker. So it's actually kind of like a little bit of a horror game to it, too. Like more horror than I I get I get out of like a, a Metroid, anyways. Well, yeah, that's kind of like a Virtual Boy aesthetic too, because it's like very red. Yeah. yeah, it's all red. Yeah, it's actually it's pretty neat. Like I'm quite enjoying it. Um, I I want to play a lot more of it. Uh, I think I haven't died yet, but once you get back with the crystal, uh, you put it in this machine. I think it saves that progress, and then you go and get the next one. I I can't imagine that if you die again, you have to restart all over. Because it seems like it's a permanent save. Like, it's a checkpoint system kind of thing. Ew. Yeah, to be clear, I guess you probably haven't gotten this far yet. But the reason that they call it an anti-Metroidvania is because the further you go, uh, you, you can basically kill the uh, bosses in any order. But yeah, that's depending on what order you kill them, uh, the next boss will have a new power. So, like, basically the bosses get more powerful, but you stay the same. No, you get so, more powers. Oh, like you after, do? Yeah, after I killed the boss, I got um, a higher jump. At least. That's what I got from it. 
Oh, then maybe it's just like as you get more powerful, they also get more powerful. Maybe that's what that is. I don't. I don't know. Like I haven't gotten that far, so hmm. I want to see. I wonder I was why just they reading call up it... on it on Reddit, and it was like they basically say that like you get all your powers at the start, but the bosses keep getting stronger. Hmm. I don't know about that. So weird. weird. Yeah, that is weird because I distinctly remember seeing like a, a thing pop up when I defeated the boss that was a new ability. And I could I distinctly noticed that I was able to jump higher. So, anyways, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of that. It's a, it's a fun little like action platformer. Seems uh, like it. Yeah. So that's about it for me. Rogue like instant turn off. It's hmm. not that bad actually. When you die, uh, the game changes a little bit. So like you're. Oh, so, so it's procedurally generated. Is it? No? No. Just let me talk, okay? (laughs) So, to make it even scarier, uh, your field of view shrinks. Hmm. So, when you die the second time, there's like a little, like, fisheye lens kind of thing to it, where it's just like, or it's not really fisheye lens, but it covers the corners of the screen, Mm -hmm. so you can't see that far. And if you die a third time, uh, it shrinks in even more. So, like, when you're fighting a boss like that, it's... Maybe that's why I like it. That it's sounds super frustrating. It's it's more of a horror thing. It's not is really it? okay. frustrating. Yeah, it sounds. It's more. It's more like a suspenseful thing. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, and I think like each time you go to the boss and you die, I think it gets easier because the last time I went to the the boss that I killed, none of the monsters spawned that I already killed. So, hmm. I think maybe it gets easier when you die. So, so. Just like it's in a- life, everything gets easier when you're not here anymore. Hmm. Dark. Hmm. You're actually making this game sound better. Not Ben, Thomas. It's actually making this game sound better than the developers did. Yeah. So that's fine. You should be the PR guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should be a community Because I feel like when you call your game the anti-Metrovania, I feel like you just want to be like, well, look at us, we're rebels, because there's so many Metrovania games on Steam. Yeah. They want that, that SEO tag when yeah. people search. But it's an SEO tag that no one looks for. I looked for it. Yeah. Anti. But then. Anti. No, no, no Metroidvania. But, Metroidvania. Yeah, but like, they're saying anti Metroidvania. Like, no one's looking for that. But it's like, oh, this is new. It's like, it's a Metroidvania game, but it's not. Like, what is that? It's a the roguelite thing still throws me off. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm just saying that doesn't work. No. Yeah. <laughs> just call it a horror, a horror platform, action platformer. There you go. Yeah. Right. That, 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 that would have sold me on the game versus. So, uh, yeah, but the, the, uh, yeah, so far that's how it's been going. Maybe it'll reveal something later on that's like kind of shitty, but who knows? <laughs> uh, I want to play more of that. Anyways, let's head on into the news. A lot of news. Uh, speaking of horror, there's been some aliens news that uh, recently surfaced with Obsidian's canceled Aliens RPG. So uh, there was actually. Um, an interview that came out at uh, VG247 with uh, Chris Avalon, uh, just explaining what his Aliens uh, game would have been like. Again, this is all like conceptual, but it was supposed to be like uh, like an RPG that's kind of like a Mass Effect. So uh, this is here. But as you're entering the atmosphere, this planet is incredibly unstable, so your entire crew gets blasted all over the planet. Uh, I guess that's kind of where the, the Mass Effect part, where your crew is all over the place and you have to recruit everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there were some things 
with Prometheus that came out, they saw some similarities, which I actually didn't mind Prometheus, unlike a lot of people. That, that yeah, that movie's controversial. Okay. Yeah. Um we don't talk As long as you don't tie it into alien, it's good. <laughs> it's it, it's it's okay. I'm not gonna say yeah. it's good or bad. I'm gonna say it's okay, it's fine. Um it's better than Alien Covenant. Oh, that's not hard to do. Like there's only two good alien movies. Alien and Aliens. Yep. Um, but then there's also parts where the aliens could just pop out of nowhere, like, during a conversation, which, it's kind of cool, like, keep you on edge kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, kind of like what Isolation had, where, like, it could, like, pop up. It's all, its presence is always there. Exactly. It's always watching you. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been cool, and Obsidian does good stuff. They're the Fallout people, right? I mean, not the, the New Vegas people. The Fallout people. The original, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also New Vegas. Yeah, True. That would have been that would have been dope. Yeah. Oh, well. um, another world. Yes, another world. Have you played another world? Uh, I see what you did there. Oh, um, no, no, no. Okay, no. I well, didn't mean to okay. do that. <laughs> you didn't? No. Oh, that's funny. Because outer worlds, right? Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, another another world. world. The creator Eric Chach- Chahi is back with a PS4 VR game. Uh, I was actually oh, like a big fan of Another World. It's it's kind of like like uh, a two D action or more of an adventure game uh, with a little bit of action. Like you would get a gun, you could shoot aliens and put up walls. It's not a very long game, but the art style is like incredibly unique. Uh, if you've never seen Another World, go look it up. It's it's pretty cool looking. Um, so yeah, anyways, he's coming back with a new game for VR. There's not a whole lot about this game out yet other than just the screenshots uh it's gonna be a vr game and there's all these weird papercraft looking monsters uh the name of the game is gonna be called paper beast and it's coming out this year so cool i'm i'm interested it looks cool you have a vr headset don't you yeah i do i have the psvr which is which is coming out for so okay um speaking of vr uh, PlayStation's next console is going to support backwards compatibility, including the VR stuff. That's a smart decision. Or at least they said they currently have no plans for a new VR and that they continue to support the old VR with this new system. They didn't specifically... Like, I'm sure they'll still have a next-gen, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, like an it upgrade. It sounded like they were, were going to make another thing and maybe ditch the, uh, the, the, the move like, controllers. Hopefully. Those things are stupid. Make it controlled by your penis. Nice. Mine's but not big enough, so... This... Dark. This new... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this new Sony console seems like it's gonna be pretty cool. Like, I've kind of... I've been kind of burned by the PS4. I don't really care to play it anymore. That's why I'm getting Mortal Kombat on Switch. I've mentioned that before. But... The fact that it's it seems like it's basically going to be like, uh, well, you can't call it the PS4.5 because that's what the PlayStation 4 Pro is technically, but like it's the next gen, but like it's still backwards compatible, which they haven't done in a long time. So it seems like it's going to play all of the old PS4 games still and probably upscale them, but then also play new it's stuff. A, so it's, it's still a like glorified, the PS4 Pro. It's a glorified enhancement. Yeah. But it sounds like it's going to be a huge step up, too. 
Um, plus, I mean, I mean, I gotta respect that they're going AMD because I love AMD. Yeah. Um, don't I just feel that. like we're at that threshold already when it comes to consoles. Like we've hit that limit of like. Well, that's what I find interesting about this. Is it doesn't seem like they're doing too much with like higher graphical fidelity. Like, I mean, you can't really do much as far as the polygons and things like that. It sounds like they're doing more about the immersiveness. So, like, they're talking about ray tracing, which allows for more realistic uh, uh, light bounces and mm-hmm. things like that. So it's like you can have environments that feel more real because, like, the physics engines and things like that are all built into the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you create the environment. And then all of this stuff, like the lighting, everything like that, is just naturally created to work in that environment. So it actually takes a lot of the work off of the developers, um, because that's just part of what the the engine can do on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're talking about you know really cool audio stuff, which I don't care about because I'm half deaf. Um, <laughs> but three uh, D set three. I think it's supposed to have three D uh, sound, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. As it's it's going to be good for VR for sure. Yeah, uh, they already um, have that for the PlayStation VR stuff, and since cool. I I use it, I can actually notice the the three yeah. D sound, which is really cool. But unless you actually nice. have like a inner, like a surround sound system or something like that, you're going to need a headset to experience that shit. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, but it sounds like basically the future of gaming is bigger, not prettier, and I like that idea because still our open world games feel a little bit uh, lacking. Jank. And that, like, you know, you're exploring a world, but, like, there's still a lot of really long load screens and things like that. And the coolest thing I think about the the PS5 or whatever it's going to be called isn't really the, you know, the teraflops or anything like that. It's that they're actually switching over to solid-state drive. So they use the example of uh, Spider-Man, where you you do the fast travel and it takes, like, 15 seconds to uh, drop into the new location. And they booted it up on this uh, this dev kit with the SSD, and it took 0.8 seconds. So, like, less than a second to do the same task on this new system. Maybe maybe so I'm you, a plea, but I'm like, I didn't mind the 15 seconds, so that doesn't that doesn't wow me exactly. I'm like, okay, it loads a little bit faster. Okay. That's well, significantly faster. I, yeah, I it's guess. very, it's a lot faster. But I'm just saying, like, think about things like Skyrim. You know, they basically had to develop in like vaguely interesting loading screens like things that you can do in the loading screen to make it less boring to wait if you don't have to do that stuff they can focus more attention on the actual game it's not like those things take long anyways i doubt those takes a lot those take a lot of production time at all but it's it's still like i'm not saying it's a lot of time but i'm just saying it's still something they have to think about so it's one less thing that they have to worry about because there wouldn't be loading screens. Yeah. And I just think that's interesting. A more seamless experience, basically, is yes, what, we're, sure. what we're thinking about. I don't, I don't have to load a game and then like play on my phone and look at Twitter for 20 seconds. Yeah. And... Exactly. It'll make for more cinematic experiences. Yeah. And that's really cool. I don't know. Maybe um, I'm, just being, I'm just being cynical because I'm just like not ready to think about another generation of consoles. Yeah, I think you are. Just but focus on getting the next one. Just skip out on the PS4 and get. The I mean, PS4. I did. I pretty much did. I'm just like, <laughs> I feel. I just feel like it's too fucking soon. But the, that's it's the nice not. thing about backwards compatibility is you can get the next one, and then all the games for the PS4 will be super cheap. Yeah, yeah, but why do that when I can just get the old one for cheaper too? 
Because you can, like, it's... At that point, it's a waste of money. Because you could spend, let's say, I mean, 250 why? on a PS4 or 500 on the new thing and play the same games. Yeah, but, I mean, most most consoles don't usually have... Most consoles don't usually have, like, a bang-up lineup right out of the gate. So I'd rather just buy a cheaper PS4, play all the games I did miss. Because, I, again, I didn't buy a PS4 at this generation or... My, but, or but a, why wouldn't you just get the new thing so you can play the future things and the old Because right, it's cheap. Saying. Because it's cheaper. Yeah, but you're spending $250 it's not, and it's then, not like, cheaper later in the long you run. the PS5. Yeah. So yeah, but what if... like, 750 instead of 500 What if I'm okay with being... A generation behind. That's, That's fine. Fine. Yeah. There you go. Boom. But I it makes me glad I skipped the PS4 Pro because this is going to be the same thing but better. The PS4 Pro didn't get exclusive games. This no. will, and it can play the old stuff at PS4 Pro quality or sure. higher. I, I just don't feel like dropping the rumored price point for this. It's just it's a lot. That's a lot That's for fair. a console. And I probably won't get it a lot. That, that will probably have a total of six games within the calendar, first calendar year. Well, I probably won't get it at launch unless they announce the Spider-Man sequel is going to it in the first year. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Because I'm mostly a PC player these days, so... Yeah, same. For better or worse. Yeah. Switch, baby. I'll, I'll just keep playing my, my small boy. Well, Switch and PC. This, yeah. Alright, um, well, did they have anything else regarding this? Uh, just some tech specs, which is deeper than we probably need to get into. Okay. We're not um, a tech show. Yeah. Yeah, the SSD is going to be a huge deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's also going to be expensive. I yeah. That makes that worries me. Yeah, that's because are I they going to have enough storage for anything and still I think be it's able gonna, to do solid state? I think it's still going to, I think it's, they're probably going to go with a terabyte at least. Like, it has to be. A terabyte solid state drive is like five hundred bucks on its own. Actually, they're fairly cheap nowadays. Like they're getting cheaper. I was looking into them earlier. Are they? I'm pretty sure. If you go beyond a terabyte, it gets way. It gets to be like five hundred. Oh wait, is mine a terabyte? I think no, mine's five hundred. Oof. Like maybe I think maybe uh, it's like two hundred, maybe two fifty, maybe Canadian. Still. That's quite yeah, a bit. It is still quite a bit. Um, yeah, looking forward to this. And it looks like, uh, yeah, they said it's not going to launch 2019, so most likely 2020. Red Dead Redemption yeah. will come out on one disc instead of two for the PS5. And it'll also be able to run Crisis. Okay. 30 frames a second. <laughs> uh, let's get into the Sega news with Judgment. Sega reveals replacement character model after the drug scandal. Just following up on that. Cool. Glad they didn't delay the game. The guy kind of looks like um, that weird actor that got in trouble not too long ago. Uh, The one that this story is about? Okay, no. I can't (laughs) remember. He looks like a... Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember his stupid name. Um... Okay, no other news on that. So let's talk about the uh, the flashback. What's it called? The mini. The 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 the, the Genesis Classic or the Mega Drive Classic? Yeah, yeah. Go with, go with that. Uh, so yeah, um, they reveal ten more games for it. Uh, I, I like that they're doing it in ways because it gets me excited. 
Um, uh, the 10 games that are revealed, that were revealed recently are Thunder Force 3, uh, Super Fantasy Zone, Musha, which is apparently pretty good, uh, World of Illusion starring Mickey fucking Kotaku, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, which is pretty cool, because I love that game on Genesis. I didn't think they would get the license for that. It was good? Yeah. That sounds bad. It's, it's a fun platformer. It's a, which, it's a Disney game, one? but like, it's charming. Hmm. Whatever. What's the uh, Streets of Streets of Rage Two, awesome. The Hybrid Front, Landstalker, Contra Hardcore, which is the best Contra game of the 16 era. Don't fucking. It's a pretty me. good Contra game. Uh, Diner Brothers Two and Game no Kanzuma. No Kotaku. Uh, you're I know the wrong one. list. That is the Japanese versions. This is the thing that was in the article. Update four eighteen nineteen eleven fifteen. Okay, Earthworm Jim, Sega Sonic the Hedgehog Two, Castle. Games that will be available on Sega Genesis <laughs> in the United States. Earthwind Jim, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Castle of Illusion, World of Illusion, Contra Hardcore, Streets of Rage 2, uh, Thunder, Force Street 3, Rage 2 Thunder Force 3, Shinobi 3, Return of Ninja Master, and Landstalker. There. Look, <laughs> they should have just fucking put it up top. Like, that's stupid. Fuck you, Kotaku. And I didn't want to describe your stupid letterbox that popped up out of nowhere. But yeah, more games. Awesome. I love that Castle Illusion is going to be on there because I love that game when I was a kid. I have no tie to any of these games, but yeah. good for Sega fans. I'm glad I pre-ordered mine. Ugh. You're not going to play Earthworm Jim. No, because that no, because fuck that game. That game's stupid. That's an SNES game anyway. Nobody Gen- associates Earthworm Jim with the Sega Genesis. Depends on who you talk to. Nobody depends on who you talk to. Anyways, um, that game was trash. Anyways, the and the and the creator of that guy is the creator of Earthworm Jim is also trash. Fuck him. <laughs> Yeah, none of this gets me excited. Like, Streets of Rage 2, cool, but it's not enough. Yeah. I I just, I just, Castle of Illusion gets me excited, because that's a Disney game. I didn't think they were going to get, like, a Disney license for this. That's pretty cool. Who said they got the Disney license? I mean, I would assume, because the mouse is going to come stomping on this shit if, if they didn't get it. <laughs> oh, you're going to put my game on this mini console? Oh, not anymore. It's Cats, boys. Oh, Mmm. Uh, was there any other second news, or was that it? Like, my notes um, the uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah, my notes are all over the place, so. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, 13, the stylish cel-shaded FPS returns with a new remake. See, I'm This was ho- extremely surprising. I'm horrible because I saw 13, and this is earlier in the day, by the way. I'm not making this claim now. I thought, like, why are they bringing Final Fantasy 13 back? Because like, yeah. that's all I saw was 13. A I lot of people s- thought that. You're not alone. Really? Okay. Yeah. Does no one remember this cool game? No, I mean, I love this game. Yeah. It was on my list of GameCube games that I love. Okay. Um, But... Not many people know about it. That's why it was on my list of underrated GameCube games. Yeah, you cut it. You you say I 13, still own it. Actually, you say thirteen in today's climate, everybody's gonna automatically go to that train wreck that was the Final Fantasy thirteen saga. I'm not kidding. I still own it. That does look cool. Oh my god! Yeah, I like the it's body great. Yeah. It it's kind of looks like Archer, right, actually. Yeah, it's coming to Switch. It's very comic book style. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What's the plot? Uh, you're on a assassination plot to kill uh, John F. Kennedy. Ooh, okay, you got me intrigued. No more, no I'm more. I'm not more. totally kidding. No more. Uh, there's more to it than that. It's like all yeah. espionage and like. Oh. There's also amnesia, right? Like you can't remember. Yeah, there is. Okay. You like okay. wake up on a beach. I have no idea what's going on, and you're just like, "But we need you to fight these guys." I was like, "Oh, uh, okay. I guess I'll figure out my identity later." 
<laughs> right. <laughs> and the original game, I don't know if they're like using the same audio because it says a remake, but the original game had um, a really good voice cast with, uh, uh, crap, what's his name? David Duchovny and Adam West. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in the... Uh... <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. And not like in a jokey? Wow, that's crazy. No, Adam West is like the like the boss guy. Oh. Okay, yeah. okay. But they gonna, can't, obviously this. they can't record new dialogue with him, so mm. I don't know if they're going to just reuse the voice clips or not. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. So, no, thankfully, yeah, it's really not Final. Thankfully, it's not Square bringing Final Fantasy Thirteen to modern consoles. No, thankfully, it's yeah, better. But it, this it, literally came out of nowhere today. Like, it's yeah, so cool. It's like so random, but also it's like it deserves it because if like you try yeah. to play it now, it's like a little bit. It's not. We've gone very far with FPSs to where we are now. So like it holds up it. pretty well, like surprisingly well, but it just doesn't look great and it's a little chunky. Yeah, that's about it. Because I literally played it like a year ago for the video, and I was like, "Man, this is actually still fun." Yeah, uh, but the aiming's kind of kind of clunky because it's the GameCube. Except, yeah, I played this on uh, PC, so I guess I had better controls mm. then. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, about there's this. no like actual dialogue or no footage or anything yet. There's a little concept trailer uh, with like the the uh, untextured polys, and then there's an image of like the character art progress. Um, I guess taking the original polys and turning them into what they will be. But it comes out in November of this year. So I wonder if this is a ground-up remake or not. Uh, we'll see. It seems kind of strange there's not more to show. Maybe we'll like, have more to show later. It's just like, hey, this is a thing that's happening. Away? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um... Another thing that's happening is Ubisoft is offering Assassin's Creed Unity for free after the fire at Notre Dame. This this is a you know a very touchy subject, obviously, but to me it seems a little tasteless. Yeah, because for one, it's hey, take this video game and look at Notre Notre Dame before it was you know ash. But also all of the like bad controversy and stuff that surrounded this game when it came out and how like awkward and glitchy and stuff it was. It's not like that anymore. It I never played it, so I don't actually know. I played it but, after they patched it all. And also they're they're donating five hundred thousand euros for the See, I like that. But yeah. just giving away the game part seems weird. Like that whole idea of like we're also, going to promote our game with a tragedy. Yeah, they're not, they're not getting anything out of it, though. Well, there's, like, no pro- there's no profit to be in here. Yeah. It's um, weird. I don't mean, you have to sign up for you play. It's weird, but <laughs> it's like... I, I also uh, hear I, that like um, they're like t- they're using um, Assassin's Creed for like some of the rebuild to like take a look at how it was. Because <laughs> I guess they went over there and they like... Um, Took all the pictures and everything. Yeah, for sure. Did the research on it. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll download it. How long how long can you download it for? Uh, yeah, it's like April twenty fifth. Oh wow, that's a that's like a... if it's still if it's better now, I'll I'll give it a try. Yeah, it's still not like a great game in itself, mm. but yeah. it's not the shit fest that it was when it released, where okay. you can see somebody's eyes and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like I know that this and Syndicate are based on the same engine. I don't, I don't think the newer ones are, but. No, I no, really no. like Syndicate. Like I loved the the England atmosphere and everything. Like I that you know that Victorian England area was really cool. 
You but know. I just I couldn't get into it for some reason. I love I love that the fact that it takes place during the French Revolution. That's the only reason why I wanted to play it. And then of course the yeah. the glitch voice came out. So when did Les Mis came out? Um, before this. Okay. Like two thousand. I, I, I think maybe I was riding on the high of Les Mis when this was. Of Hugh Jackman's impeccable singing voice. I agree. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> um. Yeah. What? Uh, just an update on the on the actual Notre Dame fire. Apparently, like, the parts that burned were just, like, the rebuilt parts. Which and, is like, good. the actual foundation of itself and, like, the art and stuff is still all intact, which is good. Yeah. And they have removed a lot of it already because of the renovation. So it's kind of the, you know... I mean, it's never a good time for a classic <laughs> building to, to catch on fire. Yeah. But, like, it could have been much worse. Definitely. Yeah. And thankfully, nobody was harmed. Nobody yep. was hurt. I don't think so, at least. I haven't heard any. There reports. were some firefighters that were caught in the in the damage, but I don't think they were killed or anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, we got thirteen new details about Borderlands Three. Speaking of thirteen, oh wait, no, that's the other story. Never mind. Wait, what? I was I was making a segue of speaking of thirteen, but I forgot we moved on to another story between them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good. That would have been good. Yeah. Um, Slag Effect is going to be replaced with similar nuclear radiation, like element. I never understood Slag. No one did. That's why they were getting rid of it. <laughs> it was basically like you use a Slag weapon, and then once they're slagged, other weapons do more damage. Okay. So it wasn't good because you have to constantly toggle between Slag and something else. Mm-hmm. So this is just going to be like kind of a, a similar thing where. It increases vulnerability, but I think you can continue using the same weapon. It just makes them more vulnerable to any weapon. And then also has a damage over time component. So it's more like acid. Uh, local co-op has been confirmed. Ashley Birch is returning as Tiny Tina. Which we were uh, wondering about. That's why I put this in here. Uh, there will only be one offhand melee weapon. That's normal. Uh, there will be locations with variety of sizes, but the map will be bigger than past Borderlands games. Hmm. Whatever. Will it have so a battle it, royale basically mode? Basically, it said like certain locations will still be small, but the like full map will be larger. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Uh, larger end game than Borderlands Two. I didn't realize Borderlands Two had an end game. I didn't either. I never <laughs> beat it. <laughs> I need to get back into them after uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep pestering you about. Playing Borderlands at least once a week. I know. I felt bad when I just, canceled. Yeah, just because, like, I want to help. I want to play through it with you. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, Borderlands I gotta 3. get that SEL of Mortal Kombat, you know? <laughs> Borderlands 3 will be playable offline. That's good. Uh, Gearbox can't promise crossplay just yet, as not everyone is playing well with another. Oh, Sony! Oh, Air Game Sony! Mm, fuck you, Sony, because fuck you. Mm. But I think they did announce that there's crossplay between Xbox and PC, didn't they? I think so. I heard you guys talk about that. I thought I'd seen that somewhere. I don't remember. Um, that just, this, actually, this part actually just reminds me that uh, with Destiny, um, Bungie looked into like doing the cross-transfer like transfer saves and stuff with it, but Sony wouldn't let them, basically, because they were a partner with them. So. Ugh. I saw something uh, recently that said that uh, developers that complain about Sony's censorship uh, will have their ties broken with Sony. Like, basically, oh. they're, they're like, strong-arming all of their developers. Like, hey, fun. don't complain about our censorship methods, or we won't 
uh, or we won't support you anymore. The fucking Yakuza, Jesus! Right. Well, they are a Japanese company. Would you believe? Oh my god, that's a fucking story right there. That's a fucking like fictional story. Like this big ass entertainment company is secretly run by Yakuza. (laughs) Oh my god. I guess, guys, I gotta go. I gotta write this. (laughs) I'll tell you some things about the the cartel in in Mexico and stuff Mm. like that. Oh, it's all all fair. Um, Are you gonna mansplain the cartel to a Mexican? No, I'm just saying I, we've had some business dealings with Mexico in my work, so oh, that's all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, companion app doesn't appear to be planned for the game. Weapons will have more color and skin variety compared to Borderlands Two. That's nice. Um. I'm a little bit iffy about the app because with Destiny, at least, like, I can actually load in guns from my, um, my vault into my character without mm. going to my, back to my vault. So that, I hate companion apps. It's Because so, the game always promotes them and it just makes me mad. It's so convenient though. It's, it's a world changer. Um, yes. trust me, I use it all the time. Uh, like in the prequel, oh, pre-sequel, hunt, vault hunters will have dialogue with the world and people are, what fuck? That's not a. So the the vault hunters have voice actors, and they actually have conversations with people instead of being silent. That's what that means. Okay. It's really poorly written. Uh, Echo Net three is a physical device used with every vending machine. What does this mean? I have no idea. Okay, great. Uh, I assume it's like your your Echo Echo device, you know. Uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, it's it's an answer to how will the Echo skin packs from the deluxe edition change the UI? Will it be um, limited to our Echo menu or also apply to the HUD? And then it says the Echo Echo Net 3.0 is a physical device your character carries. It is used by your character with every vending machine transaction, every menu transaction, etc. Is it like the Sheikah Slate? It sounds like it is like customizable HUDs. Like it actually. Like the skin that your character wears. Like your Pip-Boy? Kind of. Okay. That's what I get from it, at least. I'd say projects like the the Mobile Borderlands Legends won't be developed into the main focus of the game. Bonus detail. To move forward with development, Gearbox confirmed it won't be making the cancelled Luxie's Space Adventure DLC. Wait, they still had DLC for the pre-sequel? I guess. What? (laughs) Okay. Oh boy. Um Well that's a stupid question anyway. They said any chance we'll get that last pre sequel DLC that was unfortunately cancelled. Oh. It was cancelled. Why are you asking? Yeah. I don't know. Alright, you guys go gush about Mortal Kombat now. So there's a shit ton of trailers. <laughs> um do, do I take the lead? I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah, go ahead. So yeah, uh, we got, we got uh, first off, it was Katana. Katana got, finally got revealed. It was after we had recorded last time, last week. Oh, show. that was, okay. Did we? I don't think we talked about Katana. Did we talk about Katana? I mean, we talked about her in this, in this, like, little Switch gameplay trailer thing that was, like, a second of gameplay. Right, right, okay. Well, well, she's in the game and she looks great. Oh, um, the greatest thing about that is the fact that Melina is officially deconfirmed Melina for the game because one of the moves that Katana can do is she can pull out Melina's sights and even has some of her moves and it made Melina fans on Twitter lose their shit and it was hilarious. Um, 
Melina's or Katana is just the character that they give other people's movesets to because hers isn't mm-hmm. that great. Who Melina? Melina has a unique moveset. What are you talking about? No, Katana's isn't that great. <laughs> what do you? What? So she's okay, I'm she's improved. To, okay, I'm proving you wrong. I'm <laughs> so she's improved. I'm proving you wrong. So, That's it. You, so, I'm, I'm in serious one now. So no. she's improved by giving other characters' movesets to her. No. Nobody remembers that Jade that she had Jade's moves in. in I uh, remember she had Jade's move sets in MKX because that's the only way I played Katana. Okay, all right, I'm gonna prove you wrong. I'm gonna prove you wrong. Anyways, I'll uh, beat you as Jade. In, that's in, fine. In, 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 a, in, in, along with Princess Katana, uh, we also got the reveal of her stepfather, uh, Shao Kahn, his first official gameplay trailer. Despite he was technically the first character announced at the uh, launch trailer at the Game Awards last year. Uh, but a uh, nice little cool trailer with some cool music. Uh, a lot of roots, magoots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing I love about him is uh, the fo- the sound effect the sound design team did for the hammer. Because every time that hammer hits something or Duke. someone, oh my god, it hurts. Um, like it sounds painful. Uh, I mean, he, a lot of his gameplay is just a lot of brute force stuff. You know, like sh- shoulder, but it's not as he actually has animations. Like there's like an animation where like he. Chucks the spirit at you, rolls like a dark does a dark soul esque roll, and it continues the combo. Um, he has his yeah, he's taunt. surprisingly quick. Yeah, uh, he has his taunts, uh, which I think one of them show that you can uh, like you could basically try to bait people out with shit like that, uh, which I'm gonna do a lot online. Um, Are you gonna be a masturbator online? Yes, I am. Listen, if you can't, if you cannot <sighs> understand the timing of shotgun timing, then whatever. Um, they uh, also showed off a new stage in that trailer. It looks cool. Um, but the coolest thing about the Shotgun trailer is his fucking fatality. Yes. Um, like, it's, it's... It's so physically impossible, but yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah, so basically Shotgun hits you with a hammer. You know, it's kind of like, oh, okay, okay, that hurts. And then he literally gets his hammer like a golf, like a golf, like a golf club and a swings. A golf stick is what you were going to say. Yeah, golf swing. <laughs> and then literally hits your head... Through your ass and out go like your. It's like it's glorious. It's like that's and not it's still possible. screaming on the way out. Yeah, it's great. It's the best. <laughs> um, oh, they also showed off Devora. Devora was also had a combat cast. We knew she's been in the game for quite some time. Bugvora. Uh, yeah, De, um, Devora has a move. She has basically a mechanic where she can become a bug and it has completely different moves in it. It's, it's basically great. sort of like a. Uh, it's creepy, but. Fuck Devora because she has the creepiest fatality in the entire game. I'm going to describe it to you, and describing it to you isn't great, but I'm going to describe it to you. Go watch it if you want to have nightmare fuel. So basically, she does what she did to Melina in MKX, where she spits out bugs on you, and you're like, okay, that's kind of lame. And then you fall, and then you like do like the the hurt the back jerk like you do in an alien movie because the aliens pop out of your chest. Um, then, um. All of a sudden, fucking eight fucking like spider-like tendrils pop out of your torso, right? Okay, 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 enough, enough. And then this fucking insect head comes out of your head, breaking it, and it's using your torso as its body. I yeah. did not see that. Yeah, it's at the end. I of just the- saw Bugvora. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. So man. I think that was in the Katana trailer, actually. <laughs> like, I, like I like I watched it on the bus. I almost threw up. I'm like, oh god, no. No. So if you if you play Devora, ban. I'm not fighting you. No. I'm not seeing but that she's, shit. She's my main. Ugh. Ugh. One of them anyway. Ugh. She looks great. But that fatality, who thought of that? What sicko are you? Jesus. 
Um, in addition to that, they also did the final launch trailer for MK, their story mode. Not their story mode, but just the launch trailer. Uh, did I miss uh, We also one? finally got gameplay footage for the Switch version. Yes, you're right. They showed that off. Um, it wasn't that super long. Obviously, it's a downgraded version. Um, so there's about 30 seconds of actual gameplay footage. Yeah. But it's not bad. It's not It's not terrible. Um, it looks fine. The best part of it is that it runs at 60 FPS. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, there's no frame drops. I wouldn't be surprised if there's frame drops at some points because... It's just it's just bound to happen. But if they could keep, yeah, it I want to see the digital foundry for it for sure. Yeah, uh, but if, it keep, if they can keep it consistent in, in fights, I'll be happy. Um, I'll get my hands on it on Tuesday. But I'm very happy with how it looked because I I expected the worst, or I expected it to be canceled or delayed, um, and neither happened. And I'm very happy. Um, yeah, they got a good team on it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll be doing more Switch ports. Um, but uh. Finally, we got a just a, just a quick mention. I won't mention what happens in it because some of it's kind of spoilers for story reasons. But they released their launch trailer for MK11, and they actually use the Mortal Kombat theme song, and it is the best for the first time ever. For the first time ever, and it's the best version of the song. It's it said it gives the story mode. I mean, the story mode already has had this like big epic feeling, but like this is like that this is like that movie quality level of trailer. <laughs> Uh, when you're watching it, uh, especially when it intercuts with the music and the action, it's just so awesome. Just don't watch it if you don't want a certain character shown off at you, because that's gonna happen like right up front. I'm not. They I'm, don't state like anyone's in the game. No, but Ed I mean, Boone you know, has, playable. Ed Boone has stated that characters in the story mode will. It won't be like MKX last time where they weren't playable at all, but they will be playable at a later time. So well, I mean, like they don't show like those characters in fights. No, but the fact that they're in there is what I'm saying. Or that yeah, it, yeah. So like, so like, if you don't want to know if that person shows up in the story mode, don't watch this and wait till Tuesday and play the story yeah. mode for yourself. That's all. But um, actually, don't even play with the sound on. Just wait for somebody to rip the sound, the song, and then listen to it that way. There you go. The song already exists. Uh, but, like, this is, like, a different version. This isn't, like, the same. This is, like, a remix version of it. You can tell. Mm. Fair party, enough. party pooper. I just, I want the game. That's, like... Yeah, everybody wants I'm dying. I've... I've said this before. I, like, I've been following Mortal Kombat, like, my whole life, basically. For some reason, something about this one, maybe it's like the time travel and like, you know, the characters meeting themselves It's and the stuff. anniversary thing, dude. It's but, like everything coming together. Well, yeah. Like, this, like, I've never been this excited for a Mortal Kombat game. I don't think anybody I don't is. know why. <laughs> it's weird. I think it's just because it looks really good. Like, it's yeah. a very solid, polished fighting game. Yeah. And, like, a lot of our favorite characters are back. Like, MKX was great. A lot of new characters. So I don't I don't know maybe it's a combination of things but yeah. I can't wait. Um, and it's I guess I think it's been teased, but it looks like the like the crypt mode in this game will be an adventure mode again. Um, I kind of wondered about that for a while, and it's been basically all but confirmed, which has me really excited. I don't know what it is, but there is like an adventure element to it. We'll find out on Tuesday. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I think that's all the 
Mortal Kombat. So. Just, now it's just literally waiting, and it's going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. Mm, I just want to follow up with uh, a really cool-looking uh, arcade stick made by Capcom. Oh, um, th- this one's Strosity? Cool-looking? It is the best-looking fight stick I've ever seen. No, it's not. I'll show, you, I'll show you cool fight sticks if you want to see cool fight sticks. Um, uh, so yeah, Capcom's releasing this plug-and-play system, but their system, instead of like a cool-looking PS1 or, or Super Nintendo, we have a gigantic, ugly-looking Capcom logo fighting stick. That's two by two, by the way. It's not just one arcade stick. It's like, like you yeah. would see at an arcade. <laughs> and you can't break it apart. The worst part of it to me... Isn't that it's a giant Capcom lo- com logo, but it's that the buttons are not like color coded or anything. No, they're just they're like clear, translucent, so that they don't get in the way of the Capcom logo. <laughs> but it's impossible to keep track of where they are. Yeah. Also, like you can't really see them until you walk up to it. Yeah, right. To it's... be fair, they could easily change that by the time production happens because this ain't coming out till October, so they could change that. Mm, I doubt they will. They it's won't. Not... They gotta show their Capcom logo. True. You don't understand. I want to meet it's the person important. that will buy this. I want to um, know what not... their life is like. You, I was like, are you looking at me? Because I ain't buying this shit. <laughs> um, I will say the games, these are the games that are going to come with it. And it's only 16, which is very small for something like this. Considering Capcom's huge-ass arcade library. Uh, it's uh, ni- uh, the loop ma- 1944 Loopmaster. Alien vs. Predator, which is this will be technically its first official home release. No. Uh, Yes, Alien vs. Predator never got a home release. I played it on the... Uh, this version, this arcade version, never got a home release. I'm okay, telling you that fine. right now. There have I, been a I, lot played of the, I played the Super Nintendo version. So. There's, I'm telling you, you're, you did uh, Armored Warriors, <laughs> uh, Capcom Sports Club, Captain Commando. Oh, Armored Warriors is cool. Uh, that was on the Capcom beat up collection that came out a long time ago. Same with Captain Commando. Um, Cyberbots, Full Metal Madness, Darkstalkers, The Night Warriors, a.k.a. the first Darkstalkers game. Echo Fighters, uh, not to be confused with the Smash characters. Uh, Final Fight, because of course you gotta put Final Fight on there. Um, Ghouls and Ghosts, because fucking why? Uh, Giga Wing, Mega Man the Power Battle. Uh, nice. Pro Gear, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting. Hyper Fighting is good, but I'm surprised they didn't put Super Turbo. I think it's because they're using the particular arcade board for it or whatever. Uh, Strider, and Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. So there's your games. Uh... Also, not to bury the lead here, but this thing costs two hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's too overpriced. Sixteen games, giant like publicity mark as a you know as a Capcom logo with buttons on it, and they're hit, they're making you pay for it. Yeah, like it's free publicity. Make it like ten bucks. Like if if Capcom were to sell like a like a smaller square or rectangular s. Um, fight stick that was plug and play that was like a hundred bucks that had like a hundred games or maybe 50 games of their classic arcade games i'd buy that yeah people would just hack it and put their own games on it and then put it inside of an arcade machine shell and it would be a great stick yeah a great stick he says i know a thing or two about a great stick Mm. yeah i mean i mean like uh, i'm not i mean i'm not buying this fuck this no, it's awful. The yeah, best I thing hope... that came out of this was all the photoshops. Oh yeah, like uh, Cloud holding the Capcom stick mm-hmm. as his sword. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's just, 
Like if it was just if it was like like to me, if you you wanted to keep the Capcom logo, you make it square, make a rectangle, and you make it like white, and you make the buttons yellow and yellow blue and gold or yellow and blue, right? You make your top buttons yellow, bottom buttons blue, you know, like that would have been better. And then you have the Capcom logo in the middle, and it not actually be the Capcom logo as the fucking base. Like yeah. there, there there's so many ways they could have designed this, but. You know, somebody in in uh, design was like, "Hey, what if we did this?" And they did this, and they got you know they, and there was a guy in, the, in that office who was sensible. Was like, "Hey, what if we create an actual arcade stick with more games?" And that guy got chucked out of a window. True yeah. Story. And this is gonna sell terribly because it looks like it was made for thirty bucks. Yeah. And not even like made well. Yeah. And then they're going to say, like, well, there's no, like, there's no demand for these games. Yeah. And blame the games. Which just sucks, because, like, they just released, like, like last year, the beat-em-up collection, which I bought for 20 bucks, and that was a great value. And <sighs> online functionality and everything. So, like, I hope this means, I don't think it does, because, like, the, all this is coming from Capcom UK, because Capcom USA has not said anything about this. Oh, so, right. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> they're going to, like, you, you know what? Y'all take this this time. Y'all take that out. Um, although... Like I hate, I hated the fact that they used the "Here Comes a New Challenger" moniker because it made me believe, like, oh shit, they're gonna announce a Street Fighter, like, or a new Capcom. Like, no, it's just a plug-and-play arcade stick that's over stupidly expensive. And the only people that are gonna have this arcade stick are influencers who get who Capcom sends this. That's all that's gonna have this. And collectors get collectors too. Oh boy. Um, hopefully there's a better announcement coming from Gamescom with Jeff Keighley's hosted announcement show. Probably. It's called an announcement show. <laughs> That's in Germany, right? We have yeah, to you... announce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool, though. Like, it, uh, what's it? Opening Night Live, which is a good name. Just sounds like you took Saturday Night Live and just changed the letters a little bit. Kinda yeah, like, that's a like good the, name. That oh, HBO right. show, oh. One Night to Live, the the, the HBO show with um, the guy from the Daily Show. Can't remember his I don't name. Know. I'm 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 glad Dorito Pope is getting. That's uh, last week tonight. Yeah, that's not this at all. I, Listen, Dorito Pope is getting work, and that's all that matters. Yeah, no this this is gonna be cool. Like is Game Gamescom usually where they make announcements and stuff? Like, Sometimes yeah, there's just... yeah, it's kind of it's actually bigger than E3. Okay, yeah. it's like beer. From what I heard, it's like beer fest, but with, with the video games. The Germans. Don't I wonder do if it. this is going to be like all the announcements, and then Gamescom isn't going to have any. This is just or they just have so much that they they have, they have some like they had some Devil May Cry shit there. Last year. No, I'm saying like this year if they're doing okay. this thing. Are they going to put all the announcements in this and then not have them in Gamescom? Or will they actually have enough announcements that they're it's in both? I imagine it's in both. Okay. Because that's a lot of stuff. Uh, like a month or two after E3. Speaking of Dorito Pope, we move on to Microsoft with the announcement of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So with this, you get a two-in-one bundle of ga- of uh, Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass for fifteen dollars a month. Uh, Only what five dollars more than the standard? Yeah, you save like five bucks a month, right? With this, something like that. 
What I really enjoy is the, the first comment on this article says, this will save you $0 annually. Great deal. <laughs> because you get discounts for buying a year subscription of Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you already have both, then there's no point in doing it. But if you don't have either, then... Yeah, or if you're like me, you know. And with this comes the uh, the announcement of the Xbox One All Digital. The Xbox Set Edition. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. It's the perfect console for you. Who? Somebody in 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 a in p in um uh, marketing had to have seen that and go, that's a bad name. Don't do it. Don't. Maybe Je- they thought it was a great name, and they were thrown out the window. Yeah, they were exactly. <laughs> Like, the, here's the thing about this little little mini thing, is the price. It's the biggest thing that pisses yeah. me off about it. It's too That's expensive. what I was going to say. It's only $50 less. And granted, it comes with, like, three digital games. Nobody but, wants to play those games. Right. They're not But they're great. They're, what? They're good games. I mean, like, they're I'm not sure they things are. that would be selling points for the console, I don't think. Yeah. They should have included Forza Horizon 4, not 3. They should have included well, yeah, Killer that's... Instinct. Well, I don't know why they didn't include Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct, Instinct is already free. But they could have included in this, too. It's That wouldn't hurt them. Like, why not add another game that would be free anyway? You're the only person that has mentioned Killer Instinct in the last two years I've lived. It's their IP. It, they're sitting on a gold mine, man. I'm telling you. Sure. An Xbox gold mine. <laughs> or an that's, Xbox Live gold mine, That's sorry. really good. That's good. I'll give it to you. Uh, yeah, this actually, like, originally I was like, oh man, this is, this might be what makes me get an Xbox One. But thinking about it, like, it's really just 50 bucks. Yeah, I would tell yeah. anyone to not buy consoles for the next two years, because there's new ones coming around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and if the X, the next Xbox is also, the next box, whatever, is also backwards compatible, then there's definitely no reason. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I legit thought about this, and then I like if it was 150 bucks, I would have jumped on that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, give me that. I don't, you know, just. But it did say like anytime the regular Xbox One S goes on sale, this will too. Like it'll always be 50 dollars cheaper. So I could see like a Black Friday deal where they have like you know 200 dollar Xbox One S's again. Mm-hmm. You get this thing for 150. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. I paid 80 dollars for just a Blu-ray player. <laughs> that's true I, at this at, at that price you might as well just buy the the s that has the the that has the blu-ray player in it yeah it's 150 that's a steal that's good and you get and then uh, like you then in the xbox gamer program where if you bought games previously on piece or my windows 10 then you get them on there too for free yeah and of course gamer and of course game pass too yeah yeah it's a good casual gaming console yeah. xbox sad edition <laughs> uh speaking of sad halo tv is still in development why i thought it was like it had been in development for a long time but the fact that they're just now casting master chief makes me feel like it hasn't been unless like he's just mostly doing voice so they like you know they did a lot of the shots but they're like crap we need him to take his helmet off i guess we'll cast him ew no what are you saying ill for because you don't... It's like Dread. You're not supposed to see behind the mask. He takes his mask off in the first Does game. he? That's At the end weird. of it, but you don't see him. 
Yeah, you exactly. My point. <laughs> I think you actually see a, a reflection of him. I'm not sure. There's like an Easter egg or something. Okay, that's just, it. Just, it but we talked long. about this during the Mortal Kombat watch along. Like when it's media, you have to show the actor. Stupid. Because of emotion and whatnot. Carl Urban didn't take off his mask during Dread. I'm just gonna say that right there. But his mouth was exposed. Yeah, but he didn't take off his mask. He's got those right. killer one-liners, though. Well, then yeah. you cast somebody alongside Master Chief, who is actually the main character. Master Chief's just there. Uh, anyways, uh, the person that's been casted is Pablo Schreiber. Pablo Schreiber. Is he related the... to Lee Schreiber? Yes. He's oh, wow. Son. You don't know this guy? No, I never... Why would I know this guy? He's, He's been in a lot of things. I... I watch a lot of anime. Has he done anime? Mm, probably not. There you go. That's <laughs> I barely watch. I don't know. I barely watch live human people because they're all miserable fucks. Fair enough. The worst part of this announcement. I mean, Pablo Schreiber is kind of a weird choice for Master Chief. That he's, I don't know. He's he's not who I would have picked. Um, but it also announced that there's there's a. A new character being introduced into this show that's new to the Halo world named Quan Ah, a shrewd, audacious 16-year-old from the Outer Colonies who meets Master Chief at a fateful time for them both. That's oh, a fucking no. TV executive coming into the meeting and is like, hey, we need to fucking put a teenager in this. Right. That's a fuck... God, fucking That damn never it, goes well. No. We need something for the millennials to relate with. Even this is like... Grew up loving Halo. The kids from no. Transformers, bad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. Millennials are always kids. Just They're always teenagers. They're never grown-ups. That's what people know. think of millennials. Children in shows never... No, they out. suck. They generally suck. See the Sarah yeah. Connor Chronicles. Uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles is a good show. And I said it was a bad show. I said that the kid and it sucked, though. He was... Not great. Yeah, there you go. My point. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Also, the show's bad too. Um, um, how dare you? It's bad. You can look how at how dare you? Fight me, Mortal Kombat, motherfucker. Season two is one of the best things on TV, and it got canceled too soon. Is it coming from the Brock guy? Sure. Okay, I'll believe that. Uh, do Let's I do on. we need to go over this uh, Joker stuff? Because you guys kind of already did. Uh, the stage, but we could go to the stage builder stuff. Okay. All the video editing, like the the other the other systems, the uh, update stuff. Oh, you mean the penis stages at the end? Yeah, the, yeah, the dick stages. The I, I really liked that the um, the I, I saw a post that like showed the the witch brewing stage thing that they show in the trailer, and it's like what Nintendo expected us to make, and then it's just like. Like a very simple dick with like some some hair platforms off yeah. of it. It's like what people have actually made. Somebody actually made the uh, the um, from Smash sixty four the bedroom. Yeah, from the opening. Yeah, Somebody I saw made that, that. The, the window ledge. It was really cool. Yeah, I do love that you can actually download these. Uh huh. That's cool. Um, so the, there's some creative. It's like Mario Maker. The only problem is that like really the the platform making mechanics is just drawing. So it makes for some pretty limited things unless you're really good at drawing. Yeah. But like the layers, the the uh interactive interactive stage elements, the fact that you can like make platforms turn and move and all like all of that is great. Texturing, really good details. But there's no like actual like platforms or anything you could drop in. 
it's all drawing. And that seems kind of weird. They want you to use it in handheld. They want you to use it in handheld mode. Um, well, after all the dicks they've seen already in like one day, yeah, I feel yeah, like they're going to rethink that. Yeah, see, see, Sakurai guys gives us something good, something fun to enjoy. But you assholes, you pervert, perverted assholes, just can't help yourselves. You just have to draw a dick. Yep, they're getting you us ready to... for the Super Mario. Uh, no, because there were I don't remember seeing that many dicks in Super Mario Maker. You can't really I... make a dick. I think they I mean, kind you can of... make. You can always make a dick. Yeah, I mean, they had <laughs> they had clear. those um, from Super Mario World, those phallic looking spike things. Those were dicks. Because not only they would be in cheap placements, but they would fuck you in the ass. I was gonna say you can also screenshot like a coin dick or something, but they would edit that. Like they would get, they would close that level quick. Yeah, yeah. And also, aside from the the uh, dick stage creator, they also have added a video editor that actually looks pretty okay. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like Windows Movie Maker basically, but yeah. that's serviceable for just I'm gonna cutting together your highlights. Yeah, I'm gonna make a. One with Ken just constant shoryukens with his theme playing in the background. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Mm, yeah, some really good stuff. Like 3.0 is a super solid yeah, update. Definitely most most stuff, except for the dick stages, because you guys are perverted fucking assholes. Yeah. Have you guys ever uh, drawn also, dicks? I kind of want to see them. I've never yeah. drawn a dick before. I've never. Well, I've never drawn a dick in, in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, does picture chat count? Yeah, technically, yeah. Okay, that I have drawn a dick in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Picks you were funny. one of them. Whatever. Um, let's get right into the Lego Star Wars game, because they're still making uh, yeah. those. I forgot. Okay. Not really much to talk about. It's All right, a Lego cool. game. Well, it sounds like it's going to be the ultimate Lego game, though. So again. more, more, more puzzles, more characters to unlock, all using the same formula. Got it. I mean, I want to see them like use a new engine and actually build like just, oh, that's like that's an funny. original Lego game that has like you know side stories. You can go play the <laughs> movies, but it also has its own like original stuff, like what they've been doing with the Lego DC games. It's probably it, not what it is, but yeah, that's it's going to be the same Lego game you've bought five other times before. I haven't bought any of them. Well, I'm talking about in general, in a you general sense. Generally, I haven't bought any of them. I think I stopped after Indiana Jones. I like the Marvel ones just because of the fan service shit. But after yeah, those. yeah, same. And the DC ones are like that too. Yeah, I wanted uh, the like, Harry Potter ones, but they made those super early, and that engine was not good yet. Yeah, I still need to buy Lego Marvel too. I'm curious. All right, uh, keeping up the Star Wars theme though. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm going to keep my mouth shut for this. Yeah, you better. Whoop, whoop. This looks great. Yeah, it's a story trailer that was released uh, over the past weekend, and it looks pretty good. Like, it's, uh, it actually gave me some feeling of, like, Titan AE, where he had to, like, where he, the, he was, like, the last human, had to be, like, down mm-hmm. the down low. And, yeah, uh, so what you are, you're a Padawan. That survived Order 66 where all the Jedi's got killed. And you're just kind of surviving and like trust, like he's got a stone cold Austin attitude, like don't trust anyone. But uh, you're also trying to hide the fact that you have powers. Exactly. You're trying to hide your powers. Uh, looks like your friend gets into peril and he's about to die and you save him with your powers. And I guess that's the thing that gets you caught. Uh, there's also wall running in this. So keeping up the theme of wall running. Of course there is. <laughs> it's great. While running in force powers, you said you were going to shut up. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, yeah, it just looks uh, really good. I can't wait for some gameplay. Um, yeah, it's very much like an on-the-run, like kind of fast-paced. Basically, they said they wanted to create kind of a just a fun world where you can use your lightsaber and your force powers. Yeah. Like, they didn't want to focus on stealth. They didn't want to, mm-hmm. like, have a bunch of, like, things you had to do. Um, they wanted you to be able to go into a scenario and decide how you want to do it. They're like, I mean, if you're a stealthy kind of character, you can avoid confrontation, but that's not how we built the game for you to play. We built it for you to play around with these fun powers. Yeah. But you can conquer those situations with the powers or the weapons that you wish. Um, also, uh, I just want to talk about some of the outrage that came out where people were like, oh, I can't make my own character and uh, all this other bullshit oh, that's, where it's that's like, stupid shit? yeah, yeah, that's stupid. It's like, they're, come on, they're making like a story driven game. They're yeah. Not, gonna... not every game needs, not every fucking game requires creative character. You, you want creative character? Go play WWE. Yeah. I'm going to say a controversial thing here. Maybe games are better when the main character is chosen for you. I think so. Because they can tell the story they want to tell. They don't have to, like, you know, keep your name and stuff a secret. They don't have to, like, you know, have no voice. Like, they don't have to call you Pathfinder. Yeah. Or some other weird nondescript name. I think, I think right. it depends on the, the structure, personally. Yeah. Like, um, Massive Mass Effect, you, you get to choose how your thing is in that works yeah. out pretty organically. I usually go with the default for that kind of stuff. But look at Infamous. That still lets you choose your path, but you have a set character. Yeah. For the, still no, you, you well, yeah, because your actions kind of de- de- kind of determine your character. So technically, it is you for an right, RPG? Like, I don't mind character creations. Like Knights yeah. of the Old Republic is pretty good for that. Like like um, Last of Us didn't need a created character. Like you were telling, you were li- watching the story of Ellie and Joel. Yeah, no one need... got mad at the Last of Us for having a set character. Like, I think it's because it's Star. I think it, it's be- and I don't agree with them, but I think it's because it's Star Wars and they people want to so desperately be part of this universe. So the fact that this is the first single player game that EA is going to publish, they you know they want to be part of that, and I understand that frustration. Like let me, I want to create my character. But the people that are legit getting mad, like, get over yourself. There's there's plenty of other games you could play. Yeah. Plus, Cameron Monaghan's great. He's going to be a fantastic lead. <laughs> um, um, another thing is that uh, they kind of just came out and flat out said in a tweet that this game's not going to have microtransactions or loot boxes or any of that bullshit. For so, now. It, it's a single player fucking game. I don't Quit understand. Quit being cynical. <laughs> uh, look, look, when, look, look. No, when, no, no, no you said you're going to shut cynical. up. No, ben. no, I'm not going to be cynical. Newspaper. Uh, no. <laughs> but I, I feel no. like I should speak out for the people who should say something this because I'm not going to talk about the game itself. I'm going to talk no. about the company who people have had who has had a hand in making people hate fucking Star Wars games. I understand that is and that's a big majority. So I think people like me are right to think that that they're being cynical when EA says that and they get to act like they're heroes for doing it. They're not. And I'm like, if I'm proven wrong, great. That's fine. I'm sure. I'm hoping the game is good. I have never said once I want this game to be bad. I've never trashed Respawn for sure. Um, but like, if in anything, that whole, of course there is, because it's that's their trademark, that's their gimmick, right? Besides the mech thing. But like, I'm I'm not gonna believe AA anything EA says until it's published and it's in there, and they don't try to sneak it into a patch. Like they have never, they have not given me the benefit of the doubt. Fuck EA. Like, why should why why should I believe them now? 
Or you can just go into every situation without any preconceived notions and just but they've wait given and see me what preconceived happens. notions. They've you, given why? me that. Just the don't point. have them. One, this isn't EA, it's respawn. But EA is just a publisher. He is the publisher, yeah. And and Dice published Battlefront one and two. And I'm just saying I'm just saying people who are skeptical about EA's hands in these things are not wrong. Did That's Titanfall two have any of this stuff? I don't remember, but no, had, but they pushed it Titan, something, they, but it wasn't. They like pushed Titanfall two out to die. They didn't care about that game. They literally well, put it out between Call of Duty and Battlefield. Battlefield that's whatever. a publisher fault, though. That has nothing to do with the development of the game. Right. I'm not talking about the development game. I'm talking about the publisher. I never said anything you, about respawn. I said I'm that, talking about people who don't trust EA. Talking about things inside of the game is on the development side. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, fine. Right. Fuck, e, fuck EA, and they're not. If you're and you're not wrong for being cynical about this, but I hope the game is good. Um, I actually hope it's good. I just don't see the point in doubting something before we know anything about it. That's, I say people that like, act like they're better than other people when talking about. I'm this not. Thing. I'm not. It just feels like people are they're like. Where? Yeah. Um. It's like I'm entitled to this opinion because they've made me have this opinion. Like, no, just who cares? Just wait till you know. You don't know anything until you know. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, I mean, you know, whatever. You don't so, know anything until you know. Uh, I also want to talk a couple of things about the other things that came out of Star Wars, because I used to be a really big Star Wars fan. Uh, Mandalorian looks great. Uh, I actually might get Disney Plus to watch that. Um, yeah. Um, and also the, the trailer that came out for the new episode kind of looked like a Fast and Furious version of Star Wars. I'm not entirely sure if I want to want weird. that. They kind of just gone over the top, and I mean, it looked like Star Wars to me. It was like Fast and Furious, man. I like Fast that, and Furious. That but... opening part with like just Ray and her lightsaber versus a Tie Fighter that has weapons, and then she just jumps over fly, it. Like seemed kind of unnecessary. My theory was that like maybe it was a training montage or training situation, and like the person in the Tie Fighter was like specifically ramming her. Like to see, you know, test her powers, and it that's wasn't still, like a bad guy, and they dumb. were just kind of playing it as a bad guy. But why would you set that mood when it just makes it look stupid? Yeah, it just looks dumb. Yeah, uh, it looked cool to me. It looked the rest like, of it, it looked, looked okay, like... but the title was stupid. Oh, Rise of, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't wait till that shit's over and we go into the Knights of the Old Republic era. Agreed. But we're not. They said we, they yeah. said they are. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing oh. Old Republic stuff. Yep. Oh, okay, whatever. Which is going to be exciting because no Star Star Wars Star Wars for me ends this this December because I only care about the movies. So, <clears throat> um, those are movies. They're going to be movies. They're well, just not the the, the, the canonical trilogy that I follow this story ends for me this December. There you go. That's fine. You okay. can have that. I don't. Want I that. I didn't really care about anything else before or after. Um, we got no God of War DLC plan, but more anniversary content to come. I didn't realize that's, there was still some stuff with God of War coming. That's weird. Well, it's just because it's the one year anniversary. Okay. On 420. Uh, so has it already, already been a year? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Wow. I didn't get it until late, so I, I didn't realize it had been a year either. But um, I should probably beat that still. Huh. You should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they've been very adamant about not putting out DLC for this game, which I respect. It's a, you know, full... Like, game on disc. You never see that anymore. Yeah. Um, but they already announced the one thing that's coming out is a PS4 dynamic theme, which is downloadable for free, as well as a God of War character avatar set that will also be free. Mm. And to be fair. 
are both available now, I guess. It started yeah. on the 17th. Right. Yeah, all, every character dynamic in the Avatar should be fucking free. There's no, well, there's no... static themes should be free. Dynamic themes can actually be pretty cool, and, I mean, they're never more than, like, two bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's novelty there, but... You know, some people want to pimp out their rides, you know? It does make me mad with things like the Final Fantasy IX theme that I love, <laughs> and you can only get by buying the game. Oh, think, you can't buy... So, that's no, best. it comes with the game. Like, I would spend two bucks on it, but it comes with the game. I'm not going to buy it for $13 just to get the theme. You've mentioned yeah, that like a few times no, I bought, I bought, I bought I it for the theme. But it's still frustrating. <laughs> but when it goes on sale for super cheap for like five bucks, are you going to buy the theme? No. Oh, okay. Out of the principle. I'll PayPal you the money. Uh, <laughs> although I am tempted to get Final Fantasy X again on Switch. <laughs> I would, but Mortal Kombat. Speaking of I mean, Final yeah, Fantasy, soon, but... Final Fantasy XV director is working on the first ever Paralympic RPG. Do you know what this is? No. I was looking over the article to see if like it explains what Paralympics are, and it really doesn't. Uh, Paralympics is just um the like for my understanding, it's just the Olympics for people that have disabilities. Yeah, like no. miss, li- missing limbs and, you know, like, who, who require, need assistance. Uh, it's not like okay. the Special Olympics or Special Needs, but, like... That explains the character designs, then. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. you can see um, there's, like, Valkyries or whatever with basketballs and wheelchairs. But, I mean, also they have wings, so are they really disabled? That's what I mean when I said they are Valkyries, because they have a, the wings. I don't know. Yeah, but, no, I'm saying, like like, two of them are missing a leg, one's in a wheelchair... But they can fly, so does it matter? <laughs> I mean, you still can't, you can't walk, I mean... But you can fly, that's But if you better. can fly and hover, it's I'd like imagine. Walking. I'd imagine you would like to walk every now and then. Would you? Your wings would get tired, you need a Red Bull. There you go. I mean, I'd, I'd imagine if you take a sense away, you're gonna miss it. Or if you take a sensation away, you're gonna miss it, so yeah... yeah. It's called phantom pain. How about I, how and, about we test this out? I'll go to your house and I'll chop off your foot and see how you go. Um, I've You'll had a miss missing it. ear my entire life. I know how it feels. Okay, I forgot about that. Um, he, he talked about it like in the last hour. Yeah, I, I have did. a short memory. What are you talking about? Fair <laughs> enough. He's too busy hating everything. I don't uh, hate everything. There's the, the one chick that's missing a hand and like has a gun in place of it. Like again, like that's pretty cool. I think I'd rather have that. Hands are great though. I'll I'll I don't want to deny the. The usefulness of hands. Okay, uh, this game actually sounds crazy. It, it does. It's for the game itself. It is said to be a sports-based RPG where players will compete in virtual Olympic games and awaken their extra power abilities within a fantasy metropolis known as Pegasus City. So it kind of sounds like a dot hack kind of situation where they go into. Oh, the so VR they probably world. also don't have wings all the time. Probably, That's probably like the extra powers. Yeah. Um, ahead of Tokyo 2020 Paralympics, we are eager to explore and innovate ways to engage with new and younger global audiences. So I guess that's why they're making it. It's because of the mm-hmm. Olympics. Because each country makes their own, like, Olympic game, I, I believe, when it goes there. There's one I in didn't... London, uh, huh. back in 2012. I don't remember that at all. Um, uh, President Andrew Parsons said, we believe the game will help boost interest in the Paralympic Games and make it easier for people all over the world to enjoy and experience the heated atmosphere, passion, and excitement of the event. Uh, sport at the Paralympics is outstanding and helps transform attitudes towards persons with disabilities like no other event. 
I'm excited to see and play this game and see how the outstanding abilities of para-athletes are represented. Yeah, this is really cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Like, you gotta respect, because, I mean, they basically broke off and, like, are making their own stuff now. And, like, the first, like, original thing they're making is, like, a very, you know, good, like, wholesome, inclusive thing. Because everyone wants to be represented in video games. Yeah. Yeah. So, you gotta love it. But, and I like these designs, too. Like the character designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last new story of the day, Horizon Zero Dawn actress says, Sequel is in development. That's pretty much what happened. They were at an event. I think it was a Star Wars event or some other event. Uh, yeah, it was Junita Gavankar, and she yeah. is at a lot of the Star Wars stuff. Because <laughs> she was in Battlefront 2. Yeah, she did the voice act- acting. Uh, and she basically just said, like, a, a fan came up to her and was like, Oh, I love you in the Horizon Zero Dawn. And she's like, just you wait until the sequel comes out. Is that a confirmation? Because like, I, I could just I mean, that, like, because like, it's a big hit. Of course, it was going to get a sequel. Is that a really confirmation? Maybe she did. Yeah, some voice because already. she like she was in the DLC. Okay, and like the character that she played in the DLC was heavily hinted to like be you know important okay. onward. So her saying it pretty much confirms it because she probably already did her stuff for the sequel. Oh, okay. And I would I wouldn't I would assume didn't realize it. it hadn't been announced. Yeah. The actual I'll, I'll, the actual quote is just you wait until you see the sequel, you're gonna die. I know some secrets, you're gonna die. Okay, that makes much more sense. But like if, if any kind of actress or like voice actress says to me, I'll just wait for this part of the sequel, I'm like, okay, I'll see it when I believe it, because you know things can change. Of yeah. course, and it also sell, sold like ten million copies. So yeah, far. that's the other no brainer. So <laughs> it was yeah, gonna we get knew a there was gonna be a sequel, but like I would assume she already did her stuff. Probably, like that's why you know she's so excited because she's a fangirl just like everyone else. Yeah, she is. She's cool. She is very much cool. I guess another game I should play at some point. Um, <sighs> I really, I maybe I'd like a sequel because it felt like it had some good concepts, but just didn't do much. Mm. Like, it had fun gameplay, but the game never really picks up, it seems like. You just kind of do the same stuff over and over well, again. Maybe I'll just make the presumption myself if I ever buy a PS4. Right um, when the PS5 launches, because I'm a moron. Yeah. My my thought is that the game's good. Uh, there's one path that I like of the main story, one path I don't really care for. So, And the one path is her past, the one, the one you learn about her past and stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's it. What do you guys, guys want to do now? Um. Uh. Never talk <laughs> Star Wars again. I'll agree. Never, never discuss EA again. Yeah, never. St- yeah, never discuss EA again. I <laughs> fucking hate that company. We'll talk about Mortal Kombat next week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I might um, get. I might get bored. Justin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You want to share your stuff? Uh yeah. I mean, I kind of like. I spent a lot of time talking about my stuff earlier, but. Um, if you want to find said stuff, like my, my Mortal Kombat video, whenever it goes out, uh, you can look me up on YouTube, uh, Twitter, um, other places. If you look up Zero Score, um, you might have to put an underscore in the middle there, but you'll find me one way or another. Just say zero underscore score. No. Sounds good. I hate it. <laughs> um, Ben. Uh, you can find me at twitter.com, twitter.com, where I at least make one joke about taking my life once a day. Um, also, you can, you know, I tweet about anime. I tweet about things I like a lot. Um, 
Like taking and, your uh, life. You love that. Yeah, taking my, yeah, I love to, I love tweeting about that. I'm not gonna be here forever. It's Easter Sunday this Sunday. You know, I actually, I gotta get ready. It's Good Friday. The Romans are coming. Um, anyway. Isn't today the day you would have to kill yourself to raise back up on Sunday? Yeah. That whole thing was a suicide. Right? Or that is was that Thursday? Not, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> it's three days. Yeah. I'm dying tomorrow, by the way. I think you better miss um, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Twitter.com is Thursday. Never mind. Um, sorry. For all, for all my things, I don't really do much. I'm kind of, I'm kind of not in a mood to do anything. I'm kind of just like, whatever right now. I'm like, C2E2 still kind of wiped me out. Yeah. You know, a month you later. You change your Twitter, I, your Twitter title. No, I'm not going to, because it bothers people. Um, <laughs> it bothers me. Yeah, you're the first person to say it. Like, I, I was waiting for something, I'm not going to change it now for sure. Um, I'm just going to block you then. That's, that's fine. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I tweet about anime. I, I, you know, I'll do a Let's Play when I feel like it. I'll stream when I feel like it. I, I'm still 50-50 on streaming Mortal Kombat 11 at twitch.tv says Iggy2814. I probably won't because, like, a bajillion other people will. And, like, not that I care about viewers. I would at least like to get somebody. And, you know, I know nobody's going to be there. And I know everybody I know is going to be playing the game, so there's no point. So, yeah, I'm not streaming it. Um, yeah. Uh, that's enough for me. I got to go die. Well, before you die, make sure to change your Twitter name. No. Oh. You see that for all eternity. <laughs> Never get access to my password and delete all my fireworks. I'm sure we can... Fireworks? Yeah, I don't read it. That's I'm sure fi- we can figure out your password. It's yeah, people have like, firewalls, I have fireworks. Like like AnimeTitty69 or something. It's, no, it's not I'm that sure it's super easy. I'm much more cryptic than that. It's AnimeTitties61. Mm. Shit! <laughs> I might have given away some him. dude's password. That's bad. That's probably some dude's password. Alright. You can find me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can also check us out here at charshot.com where all of our audio, video, and written content lives. Also, you can watch Thomas, he's a fidget spinner. Yeah, I know, I'm back on the spinning game. <laughs> um, yeah, you check us out here Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern on our YouTube channel. You can find that on our website. And uh, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. I need to work on getting it on Spotify. But until then, guys, enjoy your games. Tell me how awful I am. You're awful. Tell me how great Baraka is. <laughs>